0: All right. Good morning everyone. Happy Sunday. I hope you guys have all had fantastic weeks. We are here on this Sunday to break down eight NBA games. I'm here with my guy Sarge. Both had a I hope you had a fantastic Saturday night bro. You were with the with the chick or?
1: No solo.
0: Solo you you said you weren't going to be able to watch much of the Lakers Knicks and then and then you watch every second of it, it seems yeah, like.
1: The, the chick had <clears throat> plans with her friends, so I let her go out. She went out and, you know, did her drinky, drinky, party, party. Yeah. So she went out she partied a little bit. And I just – the Laker game came on and I was like, can't really move here. Yeah, and then you turn it off after eight minutes into the game. Yeah, and then I fly, get, get a <laughs> pizza, get some beers. So we fly it back on and it's, it's – we're winning. I was like, what is going on here? Yeah. But actually, though, I, I went – at halftime, we were getting absolutely smacked. It was, like, 71 to 50, and I was like, I'm so pissed. Like, I'm going to go get a slice of pizza. I'm going to get some beer. I'll probably be back, like, around when the second half starts, like, maybe a little after. And it took a little bit longer than I thought, and when I get home, the game's tied. I'm like, what just happened? Lakers just got off to a firing, firing start in the in the second league. half. But I, I, I was going to say, like, <sighs> and the, probably around, like, the – the point where they were down fifty-five to like thirty, I was like, "This is a great time to go get Lakers money line because they're playing as bad as possible." The New York Knicks are hitting everything. Julius hit every shot. RJ, sure, yeah. yeah. gotta be some regression here. It's gonna come. And when you got AD protecting the rim, it's it, if your shots aren't falling, it can go
0: back quick. And yeah, exactly I, I wasn't. I was in uh like. I think part of it was already had Lakers, but like, I wasn't like, "Oh, let's pound the the Lakers live money line," but. I mean, you look at that first half, there really wasn't much the Lakers could have done differently on defense. Like, Julie, I mean, they could have been a little bit better, but Julius Randle was just striping shots. R.J. Barrett was making everything. It's just like you still felt like, all right, they've made every shot. Like, we'll still make our run eventually. I didn't know if they were, it was going to be enough, but it, it was. And, and maybe I'm overreacting a little bit, but the way Malik Monk is scoring and shooting the ball, if Braun and AD are healthy in the playoffs, that is just not a team you want to face first round. Like, do everything you can avoid, everything you can to avoid that team because obviously, yeah, they have Russ, but when Braun and AD are back together and then you have a third piece like Malik who can score the ball as well and as efficiently as he's doing, um, it, it could be scary. It, it honestly could be scary. The next play really shot, made everything the first half. Lakers took that punch. Came back and and got a dub. So, I had a blast watching that game.
1: That was the best I've seen the Knicks play all year in that first half. Like, Yeah. And I don't even – like, I don't think it was close. That was by far the best they've played. And, I mean, obviously a team's going to look really good when they're knocking down shots, but they were getting really good looks too. Like, even Fournier was getting open looks and making them, where in the second half he bricked every open look. It was just – Lakers got – I don't even want to say we got lucky because I actually think we really earned that win.
0: No, yeah. I mean, you were down 25 in the first half. I don't think you get lucky climbing out of that hole. Um, and basketball is just such a it's, – it's different than any game. I know you can come back in any sport, but it's just different in any game where, like, it's such a rhythm thing, and you can feel. You can literally see when a team is in rhythm and not really thinking too much and just consistently confident in every look that they're taking, and you can see when they're thinking about it. And so when a team gets hot, like, runs just happen. And that's why I never – that's why it's so satisfying to me, too, when you win a basketball bet because it's so hard to win an NBA basketball game. Like, it's just not enough. You can't – you can go on a 12-0 run and it's gone in, in a quarter. you know. Like, it's just so hard to over 48 minutes do enough to win a basketball game or slash cover a spread. So uh, super satisfying to me. And, and the other part of it, too, is rust. You know, I I know we talk about it a lot, but it's just incredible to me that he continues to fire some of these shots. Like I'll get the turnovers, right? Like he actually can be a menacing transition that'll lead to some turnovers here and there. But like the thing that kills me, and I know I'm not new in saying this, but is the shot selection is atrocious at times. Like you saw some of these just coming down. I know it's not new pulling up. And it's, it's not even really – it's not even a shot. Like, it has zero chance of going in. And then he honestly on defense sucks. Like, he's just kind of waddling around and he'll just randomly lunge in there. But he's not – He's not playing there. defense. Yeah, yeah, he's not
1: playing defense.
0: When he plays one-on-one defense, sometimes it's okay. But if he's off ball, he's just checked out. He's just checked out and it's so frustrating. It's like there's so many times where if he's just like a little bit more attentive, they might get a stop, but he's just like, oh, oh they'll score. It's all good. And,
1: and the thing with him too is I don't think he's ever been asked to play defense before because if mm-hmm. you watch him off ball, he 80 <clears throat> like 70 to 80 percent of the time he's guarding the guy in the corner. And what he does is he doesn't guard him. He stands on the block when the guy's in the okay. corner. And so someone penetrates and he just like kind of slaps at the ball, and then tries to run to the corner when it's way, way too late. I mean, yeah. I can't tell you how many times. There's just been a wide open dude in the corner, splashing. And the worst part about it is it's, it's not even game situational dependent. Even if it's the, the last play of the game, we're up by two, he's still doing the same thing, leaving the guy wide open in the corner. It's like yeah. the guy has no defensive IQ. And then you go onto the offensive end and it, it's – No IQ. I will give him a little bit of credit in the second half. He was one for seven in the first half. He ended up in the second He stopped shooting. He he took three shots in the second half, and he was 0 for three. I mean, one of them was a a – two of them were corner three back-to-back where he absolutely bricked both. AD got an offensive rebound and put it back. But, I mean, for the most part, he didn't take any shots, and that's a, a big
0: reason. And that last shot at least was late in the clock. AD got the board.
1: And it was wide open. I didn't mind the shot, obviously. Like, it wasn't an early shot clock, 18 seconds of just jamming a a step back that he can't make. That's the thing with him. If he takes five shots a game, I actually
0: think he could still be sort of effective for us if he does something on defense. I I think that's what's the most frustrating part because there's definitely a pathway to Russell's tools being effective and helping you win basketball games. He just has to take less shots. Like, if he brings a ton of energy on defense, locked in, hopes on the boards, and then is a monster in transition, whether that's being a, a runner for Braun to find him or being a guy who pushes it and finds other guys, there's a definitely a way for him to be effective for you guys. It's just cut down the shots. Cut down the damn shots. I, I just don't know why there hasn't been really a willingness ever for him to do that.
1: There was a wild thread on Twitter today. I was looking at it. I'll send it to you later. But yeah. there was, uh, in like 2000. 18 or something, when, when PG came to OKC, there was a couple, there was a run where Russ had like a couple 45 plus point games and he was knocking down a ton of open jumpers and a lot of those mid ranges were going in. Yeah. And it's just like... No, he's done it in the past. It's just a confidence thing. Like when he had, he's an unbelievably inefficient shooter just in general. Even when he's confident, he's inefficient. But if you take away the confidence, it's getting to a point where like, honestly like why is
0: he shooting you? it it honestly makes no sense I, I don't know what to do with him <laughs> that's the thing he he has in the past had it but but it'd be it like Steph Curry's in that slump right he keeps shooting it but with Russ it's like they're not even like good misses you know like they're they're complete there's times he doesn't hit the rim consistently it just does it doesn't make sense but uh, happy the Lakers got a dub tonight. I honestly am happy to see AD and Braun back together. I hope he that it's healthy and good, man. I'm can still- stay, yeah, can stay healthy. And uh, it's good for the league when the Lakers are, are good. So I, I want Lakers to make a push, get back into the – I mean, obviously, you know, I still think they make the playoffs. But there were rumors that, that LeBron knee thing was going to drag out for a while. So it was, it was dope to see him back out there. We'll recap yesterday real quick. Uh, AD over nine and a half rebounds. Shout out, Sarge. Great look. Uh, finished with 17, obviously wanted in overtime that helped. But, you know, both. And it wasn't, you know, for AD, we talked about it too. It's not just the defensive side of the ball. Like, it was so frustrating first half. The Knicks were 71 points. You know, he couldn't – there were barely any defensive rebounds to grab. He five offense, he is just a monster on those boards. And I love – him and Jokic just have such good hands. I know it sounds silly, but, like, they just suck the ball down. You see a lot of bigs. They go up there. And they'll just fumble it. But if AD gets his hands on it, he just sucks it down. Um, and I love that. And then we all we grabbed uh, Suns minus four and a half first half. Could have taken full game. Could have taken first half. They absolutely – we talked about it. Suns after after a loss. Wizards were not good to stand up to them. Uh, brings the season to 126 and 103, 12.8 12, 12. 8 units. We're locked in. We got eight more games a day. Sarge is here. Just couldn't think of a better Sunday. Let's uh, Let's get it, bro. You ready? Yep. All right, first game of the day, Pistons and Timberwolves. Um, I got I got nothing in this game. These two teams actually matched up uh, in Detroit, I, I want to say like three, four days ago. Um, Detroit was down a lot, or, or Detroit was um, almost winning. At, I think they were winning at half, and then Minnesota pulled away in the fourth. Um, I don't think Cade's going to play today. It's 12. I think D'Lo and Beverly are back. Huge spread. You technically get a revenge game, but... I'm not betting this. There's this is
1: a nasty game, dude. Oh my goodness. Yes. Yeah. This is one of the nastier ones I've seen, honestly. I mean, yeah, um this is a full stay away from me. I wouldn't take either side.
0: Yeah. I, I don't even really think there's much to talk about. There's a lot more games today that are, are worth putting your money on. Um, this is gonna this is gonna be one of those games. Uh Minnesota's gonna be leading the whole way, anywhere from 8 to 15, maybe 20 if it gets really bad. And then uh, Detroit can come back. They could also pack it in and say, see you next, see you tomorrow. Uh, and I'm, I'm not trying to guess which one. All right. Next game, Sixers-Bulls. I do have some interest in this game, Sarji. Um, very curious to hear your to- hear your thoughts. Uh, first off, it is Sixers minus two in Chicago. Philly's coming off the two straight losses, loss in Dallas. Honestly, uh, started off the game really, really well. Um, Dallas went to this matchup zone that really, really fucked with the Sixers. And it's tough because Joel, he's actually such a smart basketball player and he knows how to break things down. But Tobias Harris is pretty like, I'm not going to call him dumb, but I just don't think the processing and basketball side of things is, is, uh, where it needs to be. And I just, that team struggled with the zone all half. You can call call that someone, call that someone, the players, um, but it stif- stifled them. And then the game before that, they lost a close one to the Wizards. So they'll be ready to go. The Bulls went into Indiana and won a, a close one. Levine and Kobe are questionable. I, I, love, I, I like the Sixers a lot today. If Kobe and Zach don't play, I think Philly gets right today. Um, I just think I love Vooch. I love Demar. I love the way they're playing. I love AO. Um, but with Philly having lost two straight, I already think Philly's the better team. I think this is one of those spots where Philly comes out and gets a a road win two is at the limit right so i at two and a half i probably stay off but at two i'm very heavily considering the Sixers. i just need levine and kobe to get ruled out today Um, but i have i did hit maxi over four and a half assists uh, minus 130 i know it's juiced he's gone eight for his last eight um over over four and a half so juiced up but i i see no reason why that wouldn't hit um and then on top of that i like the sixers
1: yeah, I like the Sixers in this one too. I would like Levine to be out of course. Um, I, I think this line though is is showing that Levine is gonna miss. I don't think they'd be given for sure. I think there's a five point difference if Levine plays. So I, I think you're already getting the line juiced in right now, uh, for Levine being out. Um, so I, I, agree. I don't I don't think he plays in this one, and I like Philly as well. It's just tough, man. Philly's I mean, Chicago's been playing really good basketball. Um That was a weird game against the Mavs. I think we kind of just got to throw it away uh, for Philly because that zone was just funky, man. It really messed up their rhythm. Joel was eating in that first half, and then they just went to that zone. It was weird because Dwight Powell, who usually, you know, plays around 22, 23 minutes at most, played almost 35 minutes last game and actually was really effective in that zone. I just don't see it being the same here against Chicago. So I I do like Philly as well. Chicago being at home scares me a bit, but um, I right. do in Philly, especially coming off two losses. This is yeah. a great
0: spot for him. I'm, I'm just not scared of Chicago without Levine and Kobe. I mean, yeah. you look, right, that last game in Indiana, that was back and forth. That's the Indiana Pacers with a starting lineup of Karis Lavert, Terry Ta- Taylor, Chris Duarte, Justin Holiday, Tory Craig. That game went back and forth. It was a one-possession game with three minutes left. The game before that, they had Levine. And Kobe lost in Toronto. Game before that, they actually – they. you look at the box score, they beat Orlando by 11. That game was close in the fourth. Uh, Wendell was going crazy. So, without Zach Levine, this team's very much beatable. And you look – you look like – like, we'll just go to that box score. You have Vooch in the game against the Pacers, which, again, was close. Vooch, 36-17-4, 16-21 from the field. DeMar, 31-5-7. and seven. And then what? who else do we have? I know AO is playing well, but Javante Green, 34 minutes. A.O., 37 minutes. Troy Brown, 35 minutes. Matt Thomas, 27 minutes. Then it's Malcolm Hill, Tony Bradley, Tyler Cook. Like, Philly, over the course of 48 minutes, is going to win this game if Levine and Kobe don't play. So, uh, obviously, I'm just waiting on that, and I think you're right. The fact that it's minus two, I think if if Levine was a true questionable, it would be minus one or a pickup. But I really think because it's here, you're going to get – Levine missing today um, and I can't see Philly losing three in a row um, and, and I really like the way they came out against Dallas. Dallas just Dallas was off of two losses too you know so uh, Dallas was fired up in that game they responded with a with a, a strategy that the the Sixers couldn't really figure out but they're on to the next game so um, that's where I'm at you like Maxi over four and a half assists?
1: yeah I mean if he said it eight times in a row yeah I ride it
0: yeah, I know it's, it's juicy. the right
1: play, whether it hits or not. I honestly, like, haven't been paying a, a ton of attention to Tyrese Maxey. Just, You're just,
0: good. You know, like He's it. hit it in his last eight. Um, so, I, yeah, uh, for whatever reason. Wait, why book,
1: is it at four and a half?
0: It's at five and a half now. I got it at four and a half last night.
1: But why was it at four and a half?
0: You got to call the books on that one, bro. I don't know.
1: I, I mean, if you just look at Eight six five ten seven eight seven six, and then you put the line at four and a half.
0: I don't know, bro. She's really weird. How to you minus one thirty. Um, yeah. So that and then Sixers. I think that'll be a fun way to get your day started. Game tips off at twelve thirty. So, um, get ready to rock with that. Also, I will say, I know we'll get to the props later. Um, but if if Levine and Kobe White are out, you saw it. Ayo Densouma is going to play 37 point guard minutes, and his over-under on assists is six and a half. He's going to have 13 to 15 potential assists. You just need half of those to go. Uh, I like AO assist prop again.
1: Well, I, we'll get to it. We'll get
0: to the props. Yeah, all right. Next game, Nets and Nuggets. Yeah. Um, very interesting game because you got the Nugget. First off, it's a revenge game. But when the Nets played the Nuggets, they didn't have anyone. James Harden, KD, Kyrie. Oh. Then you have the Nuggets who, uh, I think, won five in a row. I- I'm listening to their beat right. I'm a, you know, I'm kind of somewhat plugged in with them because of Zeke Naji. I'm reading all their stuff. They're all talking about, hey, we're getting locked in. Wow, Zeke Naji is a stud. Anyways, we're getting locked in. We're playing well. We're in a rhythm, and then they go drop to... Or three in a row. I don't remember what it was. One of them, they were sitting. Uh, Zeke did his best, but um, weren't able to, to pull out wins. Um, and then on that side, you have seven straight losses. Some of those were close. Some of those they were battling. Uh, but the big thing is James Harden, just clearly not healthy. Uh, every time he's played in the last two games, has not looked healthy. He's out tonight. We've seen Kyrie and the boys hang in there in some games. They went into Golden State with just Kyrie and the boys and, and only lost by four. Um, so today I definitely lean the, the nets at eight. I know they lost seven in a row, but that makes me like them even more off a of blow off of seven straight losses. You'd like to think this game stays close. The only thing that scares me is Denver's off of two or three straight losses as well. So they'll want to get right. I think overall I still just take the points with the Nets. I know Kyrie can keep them in it. They just have random guys who who just grind James Johnson, Bembury, uh Claxton, Kessler. They know they're Patty Mills. I, I, it's not a comfortable bet at all, but I'd rather take eight with the Nets today. I honestly would. You're getting eight. I'm getting eight.
1: Holy shit. My miss. I'm seeing. Let me, let me go look at Bovada real quick. It's eight on
0: Bovada, bro. It's, it was five, six because James Harden was questionable and now he's out.
1: Now he's ruled out. Okay. That would make sense. This thing, sometimes the DraftKings book, it takes a while for it to to, update. Keep lines down for a really long time. I so, guess
0: Bogot is at eight or seven and a half.
1: Yeah, um, it is at eight. So that's a big number. I just think we fade Brooklyn, man. Uh, to be honest, I I know it looks good. I just think we stay away. I, I with no oh, staying away. Yeah, with no Harden and and no Lamarcus Aldridge and, and no J- James Harden, no Claxton, like. Just a nasty, nasty team, dude. It's Daron Sharp, James Johnson, Kessler, Edwards. Like I know they have Kyrie Irving, but it's just really, really bad. I just it's a full stay away for me with Brooklyn every single game that these guys are out until I see something from them. Like just yeah, that's fair. I just feel like you're throwing your money in the trash.
0: That's fair. I just I I do like betting teams that have lost a lot. Kind of a weird strategy, but I, I do, especially when I they have know, a track record of the of the night.
1: I like betting teams that are 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 like reasonably good and have players that have been playing. The, like, you know what I mean? Like you're betting on Kessler, Edwards, James Johnson, dayron Sharp, like DeAndre Bembry. I, I just
0: Kyrie. I Kyrie. know
1: Kyrie. Kyrie's very very good, but like, I don't know.
0: I, I just, I really it's want to start with Brooklyn, that, but I just think something's got to give with this Nets team. You get a disgusting loss in Utah. Um, I think Kyrie really rallies for them today, and I don't know. Uh, it's not one of my stronger leans, but I'm definitely leaning the Nets. <clears throat> I just, I haven't seen enough from from the Denver Nuggets to make them eight point favorites. I haven't. I haven't.
1: And, I mean, uh, I guess if you wa- if I want to play a little devil's advocate against myself a bit. Play some advocate, um, bro. Like, you just had the same Brooklyn team lose by, what was it, six to the Warriors or seven or something? Maybe less, four. Yeah, four to the Warriors when James Harden got ruled out. I think you were on that game, right? Um, and it was basically the same exact team, I think, plus LaMarcus. So, just to play some devil's advocate.
0: Man, obviously- let me play more. Let me play more. Nets. Played this team on January 26th at home without Harden, KD, or Kyrie, and lost by six without any of them. Now yeah. you get Kyrie at least in there. I don't know. I think eight. I think eight makes some sense today, but uh, are
1: convincing me a bit. Eight is also a ton of
0: points. Like it, it really a lot of points, dude. I, I just don't know that Denver has proven that they can be just this, hey, we'll cover us here. I mean, they lost three in a row.
1: Have you seen the race in the East, too? It is getting absolutely ridiculous. You- if Brooklyn loses, like, three more games. They're legit out of the po- – like, no, not in know. the play-in.
0: play but, yeah. No, I know. It's awesome. It's actually awesome. I love that race out there. Um, and it's like no one's running away with it. You know, Bulls are dealing with some issues. Sixers have dealt with issues. Cavs are without Garland for a little bit. Raptors missed some guys for a while. Like, it's just all over the board. I love it. Heat, you know. Um, next game, another just brutal game for me personally. Cavs, five and a half point favorites at home against the Pacers. I know they beat the Hornets, but the Hornets are not playing well. They're not playing well. Uh, Hornets have lost like five in a row. So uh, the longer we go on, honestly, the, the less that that victory even means, like, looks in my eyes. You know, like, the Hornets, after five or four straight losses, couldn't even hang in there with the Heat. And I know the Heat are a good team, but, you know, that, it's just – it makes that win look a little bit less important to me. Um, meanwhile, the Pacers are just a really tough team to read. Right now, personnel really pretty garbage. But Carlisle grinds, and they usually compete. And I don't know, the Caps just don't – you look around, their starting point guard Seti Osman. They just don't have consistent bucket getters. I, loves know I know Love's been a monster, but it's not like you're ISOing him every possession and getting a great like i don't know i just i'm not betting on this i can't bet the calves as favorites right now they've they've been mediocre without garland i know they got one in, in charlotte but they've been mediocre without garland they just lost to the rockets you know like I, I, five and a half is i guess where i'd put it i obviously i still think they're better than the pacers but it's not by much honestly and i think the pacers are going to get a good- i mean
1: you got some bonus and brogdon questionable like those are two big line movers, and in less of a case. But if Sabonis plays, it does matter a bit for me. Um, I don't know if he's going to. I truly have no idea. If he I'm doesn't, hungry. it's huge because they're going to have the midget squad out there running against Cleveland, which is going to be absolutely disgusting. If Terry Taylor is starting at center again.
0: Monster, dude.
1: It's going to be – he can be as monstrous as he wants at 6'5", but – when Jared Allen and Evan Mobley come in at seven feet with 500-foot wingspans, it's going to be a very, very not fun day for them. Guess how
0: tall Terry Taylor actually is. He's six isn't he? Yeah, he is five. <laughs> he yeah. is 6'5". He was starting funny. at center last game at 6'5". <laughs> no, he probably – if Sabonis is out, he'll start today. I know. Uh, it's but, be- yeah, we don't even know. I didn't even realize Sabonis was that close to coming back. So, yeah, it's completely off this. Yeah. Um, all right, next game, Dallas minus two at home against the Hawks. Uh, definitely lean Dallas here. Um, I know Atlanta's off a loss. That is a, a spot that you like to look, but I think that's kind of priced in, and that's why you're getting minus two. I honestly I'd make this minus three. I think there's no difference between these two teams right now. Um, and so I think you're honestly getting an extra point of value. You've seen it. The maps are really good at home, they're really good in primetime games. Uh, you just saw I, I honestly would argue the Sixers are slightly better than the Hawks. Um And they just beat the Sixers at home. So what? Dude, they're for sure
1: better than the Hawks.
0: Yeah, no, I, I think I think they are a couple, you know, a point or two better than the Hawks. And uh now you're getting, you know, the Hawks a point better. John Collins might not even play. Gallo might not even play. Um, I get it. You know, the Hawks are off a loss. Mavs are off a win. That might make it a little bit sketchier. But I, I do think, you know, what at it minus two, not two and a half, not three at two. I like the Mavs here today to win a game by two to five points today. It'll be close. This is not going to be a blowout, but I like the Mavs today. I definitely would take the Mavs at home in this matchup more often than not.
1: This line opened at one and a half. I know because I saw it last night, and now it's at two and a half on DraftKings. Why did it move for a full point? Do you know?
0: Is it John Collins news? Is that what it is? It's probably John Collins news. I didn't even – I've basically seen two and a half everywhere I've looked, uh, even from last night. Mavericks, it opened up at three, and it's two. 67% of the bets on the Mavs, so I I don't really know. Yeah, I don't know. But I like the Mavs, regardless. I like
1: the Mavs, too, and I like it even more if John Collins misses. Yeah,
0: John uh, Collins is a, is a big piece.
1: For obvious reasons, yeah. I – I like the way the Mavs have been playing. They, I mean, they played a hell of a game against the, the Sixers. I mean, yeah, against the Sixers last game. That was an awesome performance by them. They're clicking on defense right now. Their defense looks really good. Outside of that game against OKC where they just fell apart. I mean, they've been playing good basketball. They lost, lost to the game. Magic before that, too. I know. That was a close one. Wasn't that one? Like, that was a close game, too. I think they lost by, like, yeah. three four points. Yeah. But those are two brutal losses, and it's weird because – I. When I think about the Mavs right now, I think of them as, like, kind of turning the corner, playing a better brand of basketball, playing better on defense at least, too. Um, I think it's stemming kind of from that Memphis game a while ago, too, where, where where they looked really good. But I'm just taking Luka. I'm taking the Dallas Mavericks in this one. Um, I agree. I, I think at most it should be a pick em. I don't think you can say Atlanta's a better basketball team right
0: now. I don't think you can either I,
1: impact, I impact in fact I in fact Dallas is probably a half a point better. Honestly, I, I think this line should be closer to three and a half. You hate Trey. I don't hate Trey.
0: Uh are you sure? Yes. Okay. Just making I sure. Love Reggie Bullock. Reggie Bullock was actually scrapping his hairdo
1: is insane. He's got two pointers and two pointers.
0: It's that's how he expresses himself, bro. Epic. Um, but uh, I'm with you, bro. Mavericks today, I think they make a lot of sense. Um, and I I don't know why I I just feel like the Hawks are just being overvalued today. And this is with Collins and Gallo questionables, but makes me a little bit scared, right? That the books have this year, but whatever, you know, we'll trust our reads. Let's get to the next game Celtics Magic. I locked in the Magic plus 10, uh, minus 115. And I'll tell you guys why. I really – we talked about it yesterday, and, and gladly we didn't hit it. But this Magic team is playing a lot better uh, basketball of late. Before last night, four and two in their last six. Um, and last night was one – they talked about it after the game. That was one of the first games in a while where, you know, they kind of folded. They, they folded. They basically hit a point in the game where are like, fuck, these guys are just way better than us. And I'm not going to say they gave up, but it looked like it. And so I think you're going to get a response – after a game like that, you, you just are. When you get waxed like that, you've already been building. And that's that's the thing we talked about yesterday. Like this magic, you can lose and it have and it kind of be aimless, but you can also lose with a purpose. And the, the magic, the thunder, I'm sure there's some other teams are doing that where you can actually tell they're building something. So I think overall the vibe with this magic team is very good. And I think they will want to come back um, with a much better performance. And weirdly enough, you, you generally see teams – Home teams on Sundays just win. So um, I don't even hate a money line sprinkle. The Celtics are in the midst of a really long road trip, and, and don't get me wrong, the Celtics they're are higher, hooping though. right now. They are hooping, a hundred percent hooping. But do we really think for the you know the next thirty games of the year they're going to hoop every single game? No. Like this is a team that's still inconsistent, and it just takes an off day from Tatum and Brown for it to you know not get ugly, but I just think the Magic absolutely battle in this game. I think 10 is a ton of points. And even if the Celtics are up 12 to 13 late, that's a very coverable number. So uh, I think the most recent events with the Magic point to them uh, having a good performance today. And I just think when you're on as long of a road trip as you are with the Celtics, I think this is like their fourth or fifth game. I don't know. Maybe they were they were actually home against the Hornets. But um, I just think... I think you one of these games, you slip up and that might not even result in a loss, but a close game. So I'll take the Magic plus 10 today. Everyone and their mom is on the Celtics, like 80 percent of the bets are on the Celtics, which makes sense, you know, given the way they've played. Um, But I just think today makes a lot of sense for the Magic. And I'm glad I didn't hit him yesterday uh, because I think today you're getting 10 at home, 13 as good as the Celtics have been. I, I can't give them 13.
1: Yeah, it's a pretty nice letdown spot for the Celtics, honestly. Yeah. like The last game, I think, before they head home – or no, they have two more. They play the Nets. But that Nets game, you're right next door to your home. So you get, this is the second to last game before you head home for <clears throat> a little while. I think the Magic – you know, you, you get smacked up yesterday, but like, that game wasn't even remotely close. They got absolutely smacked up. From the jump. Yeah, I, I think they're ready to go in this one. You know, you get to sleep in your own bed. You come out. You play a a red-hot Celtics team. I think they're going to be ready to go on this one. In the same vein, though, I thought yesterday was a nice little spot for them, too, and just they got pieced up pretty bad.
0: Yeah, pretty damn bad.
1: It's a tough team to bet on, man. This Orlando Magic team is one really tough team to bet on. Like, you saw it against the Lakers. They were covering that entire game. They should have covered it. They should have won the game outright. Next thing you know, they lose by 10 points. And you're like, what the hell just happened? I could see something similar happening in this game, but For I agree. Sure. I just think it's too many points. That That's the bottom line. Like, the value is on Orlando here. There, there's no way they're 12 and a half points worse yeah. than the Celtics team. I, I've just seen the Celtics be inconsistent too many times.
0: Yeah. Um, We've seen it before. Magic almost beat the Celtics in Boston earlier this year. They actually might have beaten. Nah, I think the Celtics ended up winning. But
1: I would set this line at eight, eight and a half, eight, probably eight and a half.
0: Yeah, I, honestly, I, I could, I could make an argument for it to be a little bit less. I just think everything on the Magic side points to them playing well today. Everything on the Celtics side points to maybe a potential letdown spot. Combine those, and I'm getting ten, bro. Like I, I gotta hit it. I got it. Yeah. Um, next game, I want zero part of because you have the Pelicans in their last two playing really well. You, and and you, you see it when they have everyone, right. And obviously Zion's still out, but when they have Devante, Josh Hart, Brandon Ingram, JV, Herb Jones, you know, and then, and then that bench that plays really hard, Neil, Jose Alvarado, all those guys, when they have those guys, they're a decent team. Rockets too. When they play well, they're a decent team, but they have not, they, they, they just, It comes every once in a blue moon, and you really have no idea when it's coming. Um, You can have fine small things like I liked them against. We got them against the Cavs, um, and we liked them there. But then after you after you catch that, you just don't know. Um, And I don't know when the Rockets are going to show up. Meanwhile, the Pelicans have. You know, at first I thought, hey, the numbers what four and a half? That's too much. Seven Mm -hmm. and a half points. I did, but you look, the Pelicans deservedly went into Denver and beat Denver. That was not just a random – like, they deserved that win. And before that, they grinded out a win again in Detroit, which, again, it's Detroit. But anytime you went on the road, it's tough in the NBA, regardless. Um, So, for me, I can see why the Pelicans get the respect. And if this Rockets team plays the way they normally do, I think the Pelicans cover this. But you you see it. Rockets, ever just randomly – will come in and win a game that they, quote, shouldn't win. So, I, I want no part of it. I have no idea what version of the Rockets team shows up. I feel like I have a decent read on the Pelicans, but zero read on the Rockets right now, and uh, I'm not going to play this.
1: If this game was 10 and a half in New Orleans, would you take the Rockets?
0: Yeah. But, see, yeah, y- you would think, but it's a little different with it at 4 and a Yeah, half.
1: You can't play it that way, but, like yeah. – <laughs> This Rockets team is so, like, frustrating is not the right word. It's like, because I don't, I don't really care how they do. It's like they're so just. There's times when you're watching them and it's like they just give up. It's there's six minute stretches where they're not playing. It's like they all sat on the sideline with a cup of coffee, had a couple sips. Oh, we got a basketball. They run back in. They go, you know, like they're not even playing. Not so. in.
0: They're just not locked
1: really bad and then you add on top of that you'll have games where jalen green he's still a young and learning out there he'll go one for 12 from the field legitimately you have kbj turning the ball over six times and christian wood isn't just it's it's not a team you want to be on right now for sure i just think kevin porter jr's having some some issues like with his sickness he left at halftime i just think he's stay away here i think it is too many points But it's one of those games where there's too many like X factors with the Rocks right now for me to capitalize on those points. I would just
0: rather stay away. No, I'm with you. I'm with you completely. Um, That's, dude, I think I'm going to lock Sixers minus two in right now. So I'm seeing it might get to two and a half. And I don't think Levine's playing today. No, the line wouldn't be there
1: if Levine was playing. Yeah. Plus, I don't think the the Bulls really right now have a reason to rush him back. You know, they're they're first in the East. I I know the race is close, but just give him a, a rest until the All Star break. Maybe let him play in a game or two. Just there's no point in rushing him back right now, especially with Alonzo and Caruso out too. Just just yeah. give it
0: a break. Let it work some more. Exactly. Um. Okay. Got that out. We
1: Honestly.
0: need Big Firk to play in that game though. Yeah, I hope he does, bro. I hope he does. Let's uh let's get he's been out for a little bit. I don't even know what it is. Um uh, mm-hmm. oh, wow, the big knee. All right, last game of the day. This is an interesting one because uh when I went to bed, but first off, Buck Sixers. When I went to bed, it was four and a half. And I went to bed saying, I like the clippers, but I think the bucks are gonna get the majority of the bets. I want to get this to five and a half. Five. Wake up and it's three and a half. Most of the money's been on the the bucks, so. I think what this is saying is someone's getting, someone's getting some rest today. It's a back-to-back. I, I just it, – it wouldn't go from 4.5 to 3.5 with most of the money on the Clippers unless one of Drew, Chris, and Giannis are sitting today. I, if nothing's come out yet, it's still 10.09 a.m. That game's on the West Coast, so it's 10.09 there too. I just – based off of, you know, doing this for however long – it just seems like the, the Bucks are going to be missing someone today. I don't know who it is. I don't know if it's Giannis. I don't know if it's Middleton. I don't know if it's a combination of some of them. Um, but I think someone sits today. And I that don't,
1: one's way off. That's just the bottom line.
0: Fishy. Yeah, I, I like the Clippers at six and a half. Um, or, sorry, five and a half, if, if it was going to get there. It's moved the other way. Um, so so
1: are, are they getting Norm today? And, and Rocco?
0: Yeah, they should be. They should be. I don't think it's, like, locked in 100% official, official, but they the both of the b so said.
1: Four words. I don't know what they're going to I gonna don't know. Play. I know. Forest, that's, but- a, that's another
0: part of it. I kind of just want to wait and see, yeah. um, you know, how that team plays. You would think, you know, you just give you give Ty more, uh more pieces. He's going to just go to work with it. But you still want to see how it plays out. I um has
1: been playing so well too. You're probably gonna have to throw him to the bench and, and start sure. Nolan. There's just I think he I, honestly I think Ty Lu is gonna have a, a bit of trouble trying to figure out rotations to start, maybe the first couple games. No doubt in my mind, he's gonna figure it out. But against the Ty Milwaukee Bucks, it's not a great spot to try to figure out some lineups here. Yeah. I,
0: I, uh, for me, I will say it's Clippers or nothing for me today. Back to back for the Bucks. Ty Lu, great coach. And you see this Clippers team, they might they might fuck around and, and not come locked in against you know whatever teams, but generally when they get a good team in their building, they'll, they'll come in focused and locked in. So,
1: what if Milwaukee's fully good to go, no interesting?
0: Yeah, then of course, then I'll I'll look at Milwaukee three and a half um, if Milwaukee's fully good, ever. but I, I really don't I don't see that being the case today. Unless the books just love, there's one of two things happening here today. The books either love the Clippers today, in which case I don't want to bet on the Bucks, or someone's gonna to sit today. In which case, I don't want to bet on the Bucks. So we'll see. It's again, again, that game's at six. It's ten a.m. We're not going to get the news for a while. I would guess till like twelve, at the earliest. So uh, that's where I'm at. Where you? It sounds like you almost like the Bucks, which I is like okay.
1: And then I like the Bucks because I think the numbers are so extremely far off. I'm not going to hit it right now. For all, I mean, obviously that that line is suggesting something fishy is going on. But if you get me. If it's you know five fifteen on the West Coast and we still haven't had any news yet, for sure I I would take bucks at minus three and a half. There's just in a forty eight minute basketball game. There's too many moving pieces here with the Clippers, and then you just look at the raw. Like I've talked about it before, Milwaukee absolutely rolls teams when they have their lineup. They did it against against the Blazers yesterday. Blazers are a much worse team, obviously, but. I just think it's too short of a spread, and when things are are this fishy, I'm not going to touch it until closer to lock. But if you get everyone ruled in for Milwaukee, you got to stop playing the guessing game, and I think you just have to take them on on a much too short line.
0: No, I get you there. I do get you there. You want to get to some props? Yeah. Oh, well, let's real quickly recap. So, uh, guys, I locked in Sixers minus two. I have Magic plus 10 locked in. I got Tyrese Maxey over four and a half assists minus 130 locked in um and then i I honestly lean um the maps and i lean the nets to an extent but not as much but uh probably if i do add one more spread it'll be maps for me Uh, or maybe clip like let's say you get the cat like oh Giannis ruled out yann because they they do that the bucks will 100 percent just rest guys um Especially with
1: Giannis, he's usually like out of nowhere.
0: Yeah, like you could get at 1230 Giannis Middleton not playing today. So just be on the lookout for that. You go grab the Clippers right away. Um, Again, four and a half to three and a half, something's fishy. Um, What about you, bro? What are your best looks today?
1: I don't think I'd play a single game, to be honest, for me right now. At this point, I don't think I would lock anything in Um, on my end. I I lean Philadelphia for sure. I lean Orlando, for sure. I lean Dallas. Um, that's about it. I, I'd be willing to take Milwaukee on a really short number if if no news comes out closer to lock. But I think that the longer you get no news, I think the more you'll see trend towards Milwaukee getting to like five points. So yeah, we'll see on that one. But it's a pretty ugly slate again today. It's, it reminds me of yesterday a bit where just some ugly ass lines. I'm not too interested in, in a whole lot. I, I'd rather go to some player props today.
0: We grinded yesterday out though, so grind today out too. Let's get uh, let's get into the player props. Obviously, I got Maxi locked in. Um, in that same vein, guys, Ayo Dunsumu over six and a half today. If Kobe and Levine are missing, I don't see too many scenarios where he doesn't get over six and a half assists.
1: What's his point, rebounds, and assists set? um 21 and a half seems a bit low to me as well if if there's no Levine
0: it is it's just that that guy is I know he's had good games where he scores but it's not like I can count on that every game for me
1: I agree I just think the minutes are ridiculous I know you can't technically count on it um and the assists are much safer right he's at 11 nine eight and 14. In the I last four games. six
0: and a half instead of the, you know, involving everything else, which he's not as good at, but I get it. The minutes, I will say 24, um, 23,
1: 23. And then last game with the 14 assists, it was obviously insane. It was like 31, but I just think that number is too low as well. I, I The assist is a much safer play and I'd rather sit on the assist, of course. But I think if you want, to get more from it too, I don't think that points, rebounds, and assists is a bad play whatsoever. If, if Levine sits, the minutes are just jacked, and the usage has gotten a little bit better. I know he doesn't take a whole lot of shots, but I mean, it, it's yeah, it's just a low number, man. I mean, he's hit it in the last five games, six games. I just it's too low.
0: No, I I get you. Um, I'm just gonna go with the safer play.
1: Yeah, I definitely get it. Play. I agree with you.
0: Um, Okay, you, you keep it rolling then. I, I got the maxi and AO that I like, and uh, I haven't seen a ton else. But uh, if what, are,
1: you, uh, what are Kyrie Irving's props at today? I think he's uh, far enough today. I
0: looked, at, I looked at him. So his points prop, I, I got to go see points, rebounds, and assists. But when I checked his points prop last night, it was like 24, 25 and a half, which isn't bad considering, you know, it's really just him. Um, points props at, yeah, 25 and a half. Points rebounds and assist prop, I assume, is high thirties. Uh 36 and a half juiced up to minus 130.
1: So yeah, it's gonna sound a bit weird, but I, I kind of like it at 24 and a half, and it's almost a stay away for me at 25 and a half.
0: So yeah, that's not weird, bro. Just better number for sure. But it is 25 and a half.
1: I still like I, I... I mean, you look at the last two games, he was five for 15 from the field and then six for 20 in a game where he didn't play a whole lot in the fourth quarter and they lost by, you know, 25 (laughs) points. I just – a couple more shots have got to fall for him. I I would assume – like, if I had to put a number on, I bet he scores, you know, 28 to 32 points today.
0: I do too. I I just think you're going to get a good version of him today. I agree. Um, I agree, but we've talked about it before, you know. It's just – when you get these high numbers. Another like,
1: problem with it is every inch of attention is going to him. Yep. And Mike Malone knows he's, he's not going to let him get, you know, whatever he wants in the pick and roll and just isolation. He's going to throw two guys. At other him people, every
0: time. Exactly. You have Kyrie Irving with Patty Mills. Make other people beat you. Make Kessler Edwards beat you. Make Blake Griffin beat you. Make De'Ron Sharp and James Johnson beat you. That's another thing that, that keeps me away. And Mike Malone's yep. a good coach. Like, Uh, kid Kyrie still get there a hundred percent but you're gonna have to ask Kyrie to one be efficient two while facing all this defensive attention three on the road uh for a high number so I'm gonna stay away but I I agree I think you look at the last two games he's not going to continue to shoot this poorly the offense should run through him he should play 38 minutes tonight um if you are itching for something in that game, let's say you're going flying to Denver today. Um, after the game starts in two hours and you want something. Shit, Pelts lives in Denver. I don't know. Um, hit Kyrie over points. I, I do like it. I'm not going to personally play it, but I, I definitely like it. Um, I will also say I know <laughs> it's the same exact thing with, with Kyrie, but I love Joel uh, over 32 and a half today. You look at the Chicago Bulls centers, I, I know Hornets are the worst, but centers have been eating the Bulls a lot. Trent, 6'5", Trent Terry, or Terry Taylor, Taylor, Terry. I don't even remember his name, but uh, he had like 21 and 14 last game. Um, and he's not the only one that's eaten. I love Vooch. He's not the best uh, defensive center. And right now the Bulls, without everyone, they're just giving up so many points in the paint. Um Joel's gotten 27 in the last two games, two straight L's. I think today's a day where Joel goes for 38. Um, I actually did a little parlay um, last night, 10, 10 bucks to win 110. Philly to win at half, Philly to win the full game. Joel, 33 points and Maxi over five and four and a half assists. So to me, if Philly wins. What is bar, that? Huh? What, what What's the payout on that? Plus 10,050. No, 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 plus a thousand fifty. My
1: bad. Yeah. I was going to say, holy, that's plus ten thousand. No. You're going to be a rich ass man if that hits.
0: No, plus so it was ten dollars to win like a hundred and change. Um, so I, I really like that. I'm not going to go put that out official, but six years to one and a half, six years to one full game, Joel points prop and maxi assist prop all together. Um,
1: you ready for another one that I really yeah. like? Bring them that I just Did some research on. I like some Robert Williams today, and I have to know what his points, rebounds, and assists are at. But this guy has been a monster since
0: January twenty fifth. Really? I have not noticed honestly. Against
1: Sacramento, 13 points, 17 rebounds, four assists. Against Atlanta, eleven, ten, and one. Against New Orleans, eight, sixteen, and four. Against Miami, they won by thirty-two. So you can't really count this. The minutes were way down to twenty-six. Played thirty in every other one. He had six, seven, and two. But Against Charlotte, he had ten, eight, and three. And last game against Detroit, he had eleven, eleven, and four. Um, and I don't think you're going to get a big number on Robert Williams. I would assume it, it's right around twenty-one and a half. Is is where my guess would be? That twenty-two. 22 yeah. Okay. I like that a little bit less, but I just think they're going to need big Robert Williams tonight. And and I, the minutes have been very nice. Like if you go back even a month, like he's playing like low to mid 30 in minutes and if you like magic here today uh plus the points and you think that they're going to keep this one close i think robert williams is going to play around 32 to 33 minutes and he should eat they need him against a, a, a oh my god dude! boston has been waxing people they won by 29 they won by 53 they won by 10 they won by 30 like i know
0: the magic are a scary play today i know
1: I like it still. I'm just saying, I think Robert Williams today. if that number was at 21 and a half, that's a pretty confident play to me. 22 and a half makes it a little scarier, but I still think he gets there, man. Four assists, three assists, four assists, one assist, four, four. Like, just assist numbers the last couple games have been really good. I think he double-doubles. I think a a, a number for him today is like 12-10
0: with four assists. Yeah, and that's at 26 stats. But I like that. It's just a foul trouble. But it's not like the, the Magic have, you know, guys that that are really great at
1: like, uh, – Bendel plays inside a little bit. But Mo Bamba, even though he's 19 feet tall, is mostly a perimeter player at this point. Yeah,
0: and he might not even play. So then what, Mo Wagner? Like, yeah, I, I think uh, – I like that. I like that for sure. Um, uh Anything
1: else you to like today? I'm trying to give it a look. I think you stay fully away from the Clippers here for a couple of games in terms yep. of player props. Definitely not the the
0: the. Let me check to see if they have a uh, Milwaukee props. Just just I mean, it'd be interesting if they don't if they have them down, then you really know they're gonna sit. No, all the Milwaukee guys are up. They don't even have Clipper props because they don't know what to do. What are uh,
1: What are Christian Wood props? I kind of like the under on them if they're high.
0: Points, uh, 18 and a half. Points, rebounds, and assists, 30 and a half. I like
1: the under on that, bro.
0: I do too, but I don't like point prop unders.
1: Yeah, I don't like playing point prop unders either, but you get big J-Val in there. He had 13 and 11 last game. Christian Wood did for 24. He had 21 and 7 for 28. Um, Against Golden State, Who plays small. Crazy, but I I just – this Pelicans matchup for him is just atrocious, like really, really bad. The last time they played, he had 23-8, and eight, so he technically hit it. So I guess we want to stay away, but j scares me
0: down there. Yeah, but I could be wrong, but I feel like C. Wood is at the top of the key a lot when I see him. I don't watch as many Rockets games as you do, but I just see that man. catch. I feel like every time I see him, he's catching it on the perimeter, doing a really exaggerated pump fake trying to drive by and not creating any separation and then forcing up a shot or a bad pass.
1: Yeah, Silas gets him the ball down low a lot. I don't know if he will today just because it's Big J bot on there, but he also catches a lot down low because he's in the pick and roll with KPJ almost every play. Yeah. Uh but yeah I agree. I, I think the more I think about it, I I don't like going the under on Christian Wood. I just think it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense.
0: Yeah. Eight games, but like you said, bro, it's not it's not an easy eight game. Um, so I'll recap with what I got before we get out of here. Here We go in Sixers minus two magic plus 10 maxi over four and a half assist. Like the Mavs, I really do like Bob Williams. I'm going to keep looking at that harder. Um, I like AO, but I do want to make sure Levine gets ruled out officially. That news should honestly be here in the next 30 to 45 minutes. So we'll know on that. Um, and then I, let's just, we'll go through game by game. Philly, Chicago, we've already talked about props there. Brooklyn, Denver, maybe Kyrie. Detroit, Minnesota, maybe some Corey Joseph, but it's kind of high. Atlanta, Dallas, I, uh, I'd i like bogey props if they're up. They're not. Indiana, Cleveland, maybe you look at some Jared Allen props, um, You know, but you got to see if Sabo's in. Boston, Orlando, Robert Williams for sure. New Orleans, Houston, uh, I got nothing. You like Christian Wood-Unders. Milwaukee, LA, Clippers, I got nothing.
1: Dude, I, the Christian Wood under I kind of take back just because I'm scared because I owned him and traded him away that I say mean things he's gonna go crazy and probably have like 35 it and 50. probably will it
0: probably will and
1: he's probably gonna have 50 points rebounds and assists today uh, just despite me but I really like Bob Williams tonight and there is some basis behind it but something it's just like a little gut tickle that I that I like him tonight I really like AO. Um, I, I like the assist, and I, I really like the points, rebounds, and assists, even though he doesn't shoot too much. The maxi assist is probably the best play of the day. Um, if nine. you got it up four and a half and cheated like Caleb, yeah, that's amazing, amazing. That's a lock it in every time. I still like five and a half, though. He's hit that almost every game as yeah. well. So um, that Tyrese maxi prop is probably the best prop to play today.
0: Yeah, I'd hit it up five and a half. So yeah. there's Didn't not really understand the, the thought process there. I'm going to keep looking. As long as it's out four and a half, I'm going to hit. But thank you guys for tuning in. Good luck on this Sunday. I hope you cash every bet that you make. Thank you for being with me here on the weekend, Sarge. Sarge and I will be back next weekend. Um, and we'll actually have a, a real Malacca podcast coming up, just talking about. At that point, the trade deadline will be over. That's what we can do. We can just go through all the trades that happen and the state of the league at that point. But thank you guys for tuning in. We'll talk to you soon. Peace. Peace.